Hello, Sky friends, and welcome to Seasons of Skyrend, Book 3. We're a custom 5e D&D adventure that focuses on the stories of our characters as they explore their impact on the world and how the world responds in turn. I am your host and DM, Scott, and you can find me on Twitter at TheScottBlake. Hi, I'm Chris. I play Iolana Makani, the Air Genasi Mystic, and you can find me at Killer on Twitter. Hi, my name is Nate. I play Darwin Grimm, the Human Monk, and you can find me at Skyren underscore Nate on Twitter. Hi, I'm Shannon. I play Aranis Gray, also known as Gray the Great to my fans, and the Bard of the Bard's Rebellion. I am a half-elf bard, and you can find me at Skyren underscore Shannon on Twitter. And you can find the show on Twitter at Skyren Podcast. You can also support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. Head on over to find out about bonus chapters, early access, NPC creation, and more. Now then, thank you for joining us, and please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyren. Aona lounges in her chair, leans back, crosses one leg over the other, holds her glass of wine out in a very comfortable position. Something tells me you're getting close to your limit in terms of liquid assets. Is there anything interesting you might have to add to it? If we were to go beyond simply gold, it just looks at the four of you. Like what? I'm just going to lean forward a little bit. Do you know why the stained court is a non-lethal fighting pit? She stands up, starts just a nice slow walk around the room. Because you don't make money if the people are dead? Exactly. Exactly. People love the violence. They love the bloodshed. But it's difficult for the children. It's hard to bring them in if they're going to witness death. And then what do you do about the fighters? It's very hard to merchandise a dead fighter. Once they're done, they're done. They're gone. Things are brutal. Things are messy. It's bad for business. Simple as that. Doesn't mean people don't want to see it, though. You can walk your way around the room. I'm walking behind the couches where you're all seated. But I would love, love to be able to bring them that thrill. If I could uh, negate that danger. If there, was, if there was a way to bring them the brutality of the lethal matches, but still maintain the marketability of the non-lethal matches. She walks around. She stops right behind Darwin. She places a hand on your shoulder, Darwin. I'd be willing to give you Sam for 2,000 and one of Darwin's arms here. <laughs> wow. I've seen what his leg can do, and that's just meted out in small little pieces. If I had my own supply, I could have, I could have as many death matches, so to speak, as I want, and fighters would get right back up. We could do it again next week. She taps her fingers on Darvin's shoulder. She's like drumming her fingers. She gives you a light squeeze, Darvin. First off, please refrain from touching my friend. Second, to make yourself money, which, by the way, you can't take with you to the afterlife. That's true. Actually, you can. You can take it with you. It just doesn't have any value, Vale says. Trust my friend. They know. To make yourself money in this life, 
you are willing to pit yourself against the god of death. I don't see how it's pitting myself against the god of death if I'm merely using the gifts that he's doled out. Oh, no, 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 you, this is not a, a gift that was doled out. That is not what this is. And it's not something that can just be doled out to people in general. It's not what it's for. Quorum has one rule. There's one law. The only good mm-hmm. death is a permanent one. You are willing to openly flout Coram's law in order to make yourself some coin. This Is this what I'm hearing? This is what I'm hearing. I know that law very well. <laughs> rule. I know it very well. I've studied it. I've worked under it. I'm merely, merely lengthening the time to that death. No, you're not. You're absolutely not. You're cheating it. There's a difference. There's a difference between prolonging your life and cheating death. You are distinctly wanting to cheat death. I want it known that I'm letting Aranus talk because he's the smart one, but I'm <laughs> backing him up as emphatically as I can. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about her hand on your shoulder, Darwin? Um, I would, sorry, I would brush it off the nearest opportunity. Darwin is kind of tired of all the people messing around with his body stuff and was about mm-hmm. to walk until Arnis started talking. He was just going to get up and walk mm-hmm. away. Arnis is like half the, half a second away from making the his body his choice <laughs> argument. I just want you to know <laughs> that's where we're at. Wow. It's <laughs> like, mm, a... It's a mm. Like, mm. you don't get to say what my friend does with this body. Um, um, what, what was your last argument here? Uh, oh, it's um, not cheating. It's not using it's, the, the it's gifts. Not, it's, it's not cheating using death. it to lengthen. It's not yeah. prolonging your life. It's literally cheating death. Well, I have faith that you're wrong. As she runs her hand along the, the collar of her gown, and she pulls out a little grim pendant and just twirls the chain around her finger. What are they giving these things out like candy? Apparently. Where did you get it? Well, obviously she knows who he is, so she's a follower of what's-his-douchebag face. Mm -hmm. Malsius is very kind to the faithful. I'm just looking for a way to liven things up a bit. Well, if you've already got one, you don't need him. It's not for me. I don't intend to fight. I could get anybody off the street if I had more of these. Put them onto the stained court and it would be a show. Misunderstand me. I don't understand why you need more than two. For bigger matches? For bigger matches? You're talking about wh- what? You want to hold a four? like you want to <sighs> hold like a to the death royal rumble? Like what is wrong with you? Nothing's wrong with me. Just looking to make a little bit of money. Looking to make an agreement here. You want your <sighs> friend? Sorry, not for she wouldn't say friend. You want Sam? He's very valuable. I could take that loss now if I knew I was going to have greater return in the long run. I don't see any way we're out of it. I don't think we have anything to talk about with her. No, I think. Um, and we might have to make a change of plans. Uh, in which case, <laughs> uh, I think we're done here. And Arnis just starts to walk out. Really, I want to follow. As do I. As you get up, she just calls out, Phillips. 
see them out and the elderly halfling just obviously you're already headed out he's just following behind you making sure that you leave he's gonna lock up behind you but as you walk down the hall she's standing there staring at you the offer stands come back anytime i'm not giving you my friend's arm (laughs) i'm gonna say man hang on i want to say something figure out something about hang on I'm just going to say, be careful. I've met Coram, and I promise you, you've already angered him. Mm. Darvin, please roll intimidation. I just want to know how she takes this as you leave. I am not super intimidating, sadly. No, but she is at least, in theory, also a follower. But I rolled a one, and my bonus is negative one. (laughs) (laughs) You see her give a, a light chuckle. Phillips, on the other hand. He's very, uh, he's very worried. Really intimidated Phillips? He does not mess with gods. He, he is not so bold, no. <laughs> At least I intimidated someone. Congratulations, you spooked an old man. Okay, so folks, what do you want to do? Who left Iona's in a huff? I don't know. I'm still in a huff. Arnis really has the urge to punch something. Right? This is a new sensation for him. This is a fun moment, because Vale's totally fun. Why are you so casual? I'm not casual. I just am fully aware that I'm closer to my current goal than I've been in a long time, and I'm not going to spoil that. You not at all concerned that the people we're going to fight might have grim pendants, same as her? We've dealt with those that have worn them before. We'll deal with it again. Also, there's no evidence to conclude that the king is a follower of this priest of quorum true <sighs> um darvin do you share arnis's desire to punch something i do i very much do <laughs> just some lady casually talking about harvesting you right That's very rude right like he's a fucking potato right? like, I'm not, <laughs> i am not down for that <laughs> I, I mean there's there's walls <laughs> And posts and strangers all around if you really need to punch something. <laughs> it's interesting. It just does not bug Vale or Ioana much. <laughs> They're looking more at the big picture. They're used to being treated not like, I mean, Vale is completely used to being treated not like a human, for lack of a better term. After what mm-hmm. they went through in Earl, this is not shocking at all to them. And this is just a weird new custom to Ioana. I. I guess I should be more clear. Like, it doesn't surprise me that someone wants to cut off another bit of Darwin. Like, that doesn't <laughs> actually shock me at all. Um, I'll be damned if I'm going to let her do it. What yeah. I'm so angry about is that we were, I guess we were never close. But it felt like we were so close to getting Sam back. And I don't see any way we're going to be able to do it now. And that's what makes me want to punch something. Is that I can't get him out of here. There's always violence. Or, you know. And the people that might be able to sneak him out of here seem have seem to have no interest in doing anything like that. So Do you want to have that conversation or you just want to breeze by that conversation? Because you sure seem to want to have that conversation. I, well, I don't want to have it in the middle of the street. That sounds like something we should be in the denouement guild house for. Where there is definite secrecy and privacy. Because the denouement aren't selling out their own members. Like as a general rule, you have to really piss one of them off. But yeah, 
Yeah, you really, really do. Do we want to go there then? Sure. All right. We head over to the other side of town then to this, I'm assuming, secret guild house where the denouement have their headquarters here. Led up by Master Hennigan. Your room has already been set aside. It's private. It's secure. They're not treating you to a feast, but there are provisions. Perfect. If there's anything you guys need from the guild house or the guild members in terms of supplies or information, you just have to ask. But this sounds like this is a this is a party discussion here. What do we do about Sam? Sounds like money-wise, it would take a lot. Or it would take an arm, which is a very steep price indeed. So it would take an arm and a leg an arm? <laughs> You've already lost the leg. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't have another one. Well, I think metaphorically it would take an arm and a leg. And a literal arm. <laughs> it's too, much, too many arms. Sorry, too many limbs. There was no negotiation on that. Maybe maybe you could have gotten away with just a hand. <laughs> or a couple no, of fingers. No, no. That would have, that would have felt no. like going out on a limb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no one mm-hmm. no one is cutting bits off of Darwin for monetary gain. No. I've already had one run-in with Corum where he was like, mm, yeah, well, you're damned. <laughs> so I'm not. Well, but we don't know for sure that these guys are not working in line with what Quorum wants. Darvin hasn't asked specifically, but he feels... Yeah, but what Darvin feels and what Darvin knows are not the same thing. Darvin can't read the mind of a god. And this is what Iolana would share with the group is like, so then we don't even know for sure that what they're doing is wrong. We may be stopping them and pissing Quorum off. And and to be fair, he has done a little bit of selective not asking, right? Maybe a lot of it. If if Quorum is okay with it, why not just give everybody Darwin's power? Why go all roundabouty about it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure Quorum's not okay with it, actually. And lacking any evidence to the contrary, Yolanda doesn't believe that Quorum's not uh, not for it. Yolanda's a very evidence-based person and believes that if if the god of death is letting this happen in his name, then he must approve of it. But it's not letting it happen. That's not... I mean, it's letting it happen, but it's not desired. It's not an ideal outcome. So other people I, doing it... It was a means to an end. So other people doing it for their own ends, he would, I don't think he would react. But the followers of Quorum claimed... All of these people who wield these amulets claim to be doing his bidding to the same degree that you claim to be doing his bidding. How do we know what's right if we don't know what his direct bidding is? Okay. We're off track here. No one's cutting anything off of Darvin. I'm not letting it happen. <laughs> Even if I have to stand in front of the knife myself, no one is doing that. I don't care what the fuck Coram says. Sorry, Coram, but it's not happening. I can tell what you. What I care about is how, what are we going to do now? About? Clearly, yeah. we've been outmatched monetarily. I'm not letting her take Darvin's arm. So... And you won't let us really do anything else. So how are we going to get Sam out of here? Who are you? You're addressing Vale at this point? Yeah. Because Vale's been the one that's like, no violence, no bloodshed, no whatever, can't leave a mark, blah, blah, blah. (sighs) I'm not stopping you from trying to save him. You've gone one route. Didn't work. If you want to try a more direct route, more power to you. But I'm not risking the progress I've made at this point. I fought forever to get out of Quorum's realm. And aren't you the one who's 
been saying since I got back, since before you came to find me, that you wanted to change the withering, to get rid of the rid of the withering. So now what is more important to you, Arnis, that or Sam? Because that's what we're going towards. And if we try to go save Sam and it goes like pretty much everything else we ever, ever do and it gets fucked the three, three ways to sideways and our names are all over the place, we're going to have the king dropping his army on us again. Okay, fine. You go tell Sam that we're leaving him here. And Arnis walks away. What about you, Darvin? What are your what are your thoughts on that? On the one hand, I understand what Bill is saying. It totally makes sense. Like I understand Bill's point, and I kind of agree with it that we're talking, you know, global disaster versus the life of one person. But on the other other hand, fuck all that. It's Sam. <laughs> so as Arnis storms away off. Are you staying within the guildhouse, Arnis? Oh yeah, I'm not like okay. leaving, leaving. I'm just all right. Um, mm. Is anybody following Arnis or Darvin? Is uh, there a discussion here with Vale and Iolana about at like the risk of really pissing Arnis off? Iolana is going to follow Arnis because they have one. She has one thing she wants to say that may help. So it leaves Darvin and Vale in the room, and Iolana mm-hmm. chasing after Arnis. Yeah, I'm not going to go after her. We haven't had a solo moment between Vale and Darwin in a while. It's this, uh, what is this like? What is, what is the discussion, or is there a discussion? At this point, there may not be. <laughs> I think there's a lot of tension right now. And I think we both know, like, what the other one would say. <laughs> so there's some knowing looks back and forth. Yep. Okay. In which case, we follow Iolana chasing Arnis down the hall. Yolanda, what do you want to say to Arnis? Uh, Arnis, one one moment, please. What? I just, I didn't know Sam as well as you know him. And while I can't put his life ahead of my father's, I will remind you, you have a whole lot of money and you're standing in the Assassin's Guild. <laughs> and then as she kind of says that knowingly she goes back to the room man i wondered if that was gonna come up I mean, yeah this this place is filled with a bunch of people who kill for money arnis takes a really deep breath walks back out to where vale and darwin are standing back in they're in a room this is like your well, quarters for the night. Okay. I'd assumed that they were in some sort of common area and I was like walking back to the, it doesn't matter. Whatever. Doesn't matter. <sighs> Walk back into the room with Vale and Darvin. Oh, Ilana went back before you too. So everybody's <laughs> there. <laughs> okay. I look Vale directly in the face. The sort of a, call it a blank expression on my face, though I'm chuckling right now as I say it. And just say, how much does it cost to have someone killed? Nice. <laughs> um, Vale doesn't laugh. Because <laughs> um, that's not something they're going to laugh right, at. Like, I'm not laughing either, but like as a player, I'm like giggling. <laughs> but <laughs> but Arnis look, is not laughing. 
the look of shock on Vale's face at this point is undeniable. And Vale will explain the the cost of a contract is entirely dependent upon who the person is and the challenge of that contract. And it's usually negotiated by the guild master of whatever guild house you choose to employ. Like if you were to hire someone to kill a farmer, it's going to be a couple of gold. If you're going to hire someone to kill the king, it's going to cost the amount of money the king would probably have. <laughs> okay, what about somebody like in between? <laughs> I am not a guild master. I don't. I don't have that knowledge. But there's a guild master in the building. <laughs> Just hypothetically speaking, let's say a sponsor of a fighter, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Um, you can introduce me or should I just go asking people? This is so weird for Vale. Um, yeah, uh, I guess come with me. Okay. And who's all going to see Hennigan? The last person, be, be honest. I am the last person that you ever thought would be making this request. Ever. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. In your life. Yeah. 100%. percent mm-hmm. There are not very many circumstances <laughs> that Arnis would want this kind of help. King Sam, and if I can get him back, I'm gonna fucking get him back. This is also one of the best plans we've ever had as a group. This is a really good We're plan. Outsourcing the battle. I, I, I like actually it a lot. agree with you. This is like one of our better plans. Though I do admit the last plan in Honey Hollow was pretty. That, that was, was a good one. Too. That was a that good was, one. That too. was good. <laughs> <laughs> um, who's all going to see Hennigan then? I'm guessing this may not be a everyone tag along kind of meeting, right? No, it's probably going to be best if it's just Arnis and Vale. That's what I th- mm-hmm. Darwin and Iolana time. <laughs> what do Darwin and Iolana get up to together? Um. <laughs> um, I think if Darwin says nothing, Iolana's not going to say anything. Oh, God. <laughs> but if no. Darwin says anything, Iolana's going to push the, um, why haven't you gotten evidence from your God angle that they're curious about right now? No, what I'm going to say is, so, um, what did you say to him? <laughs> I just simply reminded Arnis that he had a lot of money and was standing in a guild hall. The, he put the two together. Ah. It's uh, not much to put together there. <laughs> that's pretty, that's pretty first grade math <laughs> right there. It's like someone just left a table filled with peanut butter and chocolate. Like, what are you going to do? What else are you going to do? Come on. <laughs> Make some fucking Reese's. Well, it's a great plan. So Darwin is 100% on board with this plan? Totally. Okay. Was there anything else you wanted to talk about with Ilana? No, I'm not going to bring you... up my god if she doesn't. Cool. I think it's another one of those knowing moments where both of them are looking at each other going, um, want to talk about it? No, we're not going to talk about it. Okay, we're not going to talk about it. Right. right. We're not going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty much. All right, then. Valen Aranis, then. Let's go to Hennigan's office. Yeah, on the way to Hennigan's office, Vale's going to specifically tell Arnis, so it is not uncommon for contracts to have unique stipulations. Vale's not coaching Arnis through this at all, but helping and says, but unique stipulations often incur extra cost. Keep that in mind as you begin your negotiations. Also, it's... Mm, I don't want to put this... You cannot request the assassin who commits the assassination. That job is left to the guildmaster. 
Mm. You can only request the target and any unique stipulations, which will be agreed upon with the guildmaster. And I would not recommend negotiating. Well, on the bright side, in Vale's experience, I would definitely say that uh, it's usually more like a table of fees. Like the negotiation might happen at the fringes. I was going to ask you a question. Oh, what do you mean by what do you mean by don't negotiate? It's not in the guild's history to negotiate cost. Cost is agreed upon, but it's not common to haggle cost. It's oh, okay. seen as tacky, for lack of a better way of putting it. Impolite. There you go. Uncouth. There you go. Thank you for two better words than my one. English teacher. <laughs> okay. So what you're saying is if I ask for this thing and any whatever stipulations, they give me a number. If I can't afford that number, then we just walk away. You could adjust your stipulations. Okay. All right. All the stuff that Arnis has done in this game, I think this is the weirdest. <laughs> is that... Is, that odd? That feels odd to say, but I feel like paying this to is have the somebody weirdest. killed. Yes, I'd say it's also the most out of character from the Arnis we met in episode one. Agree with that. Oh, the Arnis in episode one never would have done this, not ever. I mean, I I think everybody's changed a lot since episode one. Yeah, <laughs> people are making all kinds of different decisions now. Um, but okay, okay, let's go into Hennigan's office. Vale, you've been in Guildmaster's offices before. You're kind of familiar with how this is laid out. Just all sorts of ledgers, notebooks, and private information, and more than likely, hidden weapons and traps in case anybody started some real crazy shit. Mm -hmm. Guildmasters are masters for a reason. They know how to not die. They know how to take other people out. That is very rarely brought to bear in a contract dealing, of course, but it's also very rare that the outsider comes into the guild hall itself. Mm -hmm. As you enter in, Master Hennigan's at work just in his ledgers, taking notes, uh, balancing some sheets, whether it be money or lives, who's to say? He's definitely writing this all through some sort of cipher. Sits up, Vale. see you've brought your friend with you. What do we owe the pleasure? Uh, I know this is not how these things are commonly done, Master Hennigan, but my companion uh, has the desire to negotiate a contract. Mm, I see. Well, irregular, yes, but we don't turn down work here. If an agreement can be made, of course. Have a seat, Mr. Gray. Tell me what it is you're looking for. Um, uh, I, I want Iona Centaurum killed. Hmm. A stained court sponsor. One of the newer ones, so luckily she doesn't hold as much sway, but still a notable figure. What are we looking at for timeline? As soon as possible. <laughs> mm-hmm. And what about extraneous casualties? Permissible? Or not. Or required. I'm trying to decide if there's a reason I should not lay out that I only care about the one not being extraneous casualty. Should I, should I just tell him that? Um, extraneous casualties don't matter except one. And who's that? Um, I need the Beast of Medullary Hill alive. Very well. What about optics? 
Does this need to look natural, like an accident, like a breaking and entering, gang-related? Do they need to be strewn up on their doorstep? <laughs> That's not a... Sorry, I'm not there. <laughs> what was that, Darvin? Darvin <laughs> Nothing, I'm not there. Say, he was going to say, it's not a bad idea. As much as I would love that. Oh, no. No, that's that's not an option. Um, I think making it look like not a hit is what we want, but it doesn't need to specifically look like a break-in or gang-related or anything like that, but just so it doesn't look like an assassin. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are there any objects or personal effects that need to be safeguarded? Can we... Is it okay to wreck the house, to burn it down, or do things need to be kept intact? The only thing we want back, if possible, is her grim pendant. Hmm. See, now I have to make the decision, does Hennigan know what those are? Right. Um, I was going to throw the name of it out there and then let him decide whether or not he knows what that is. Um, like, really assume one way or another like arnis is prepared to explain but doesn't want to if he already i thought it would be imprudent i think the most he would know is that some members of the conscription are extremely difficult to kill beyond what is normally uh, required i don't think he knows specifically what causes it unless of course vale or Iolana told him when they're setting up the arrangements for you all to stay here i don't know why or how that would have come up no but i mean i think uh if Arnis doesn't share it, Vale would now, because it's something the guild should know about. In which case, Hennigan's going to just say, unfamiliar with that object. You're going to have to give me a little bit more information. Oh, um, it allows the wearer to, um, basically to not die. Hmm. And she has one of these on her. Yes. I can see how that might complicate things then. Mm-hmm. Okay. Iona Centaurum. ASAP. Just so long as it doesn't look like a hit. Only thing we need to do is not kill the beast. And not destroy this pendant. Does that about sum it up? Yeah. You you do have the ability, if you wanted to, to try to negotiate Sam's freedom into that. There's no guarantee he's going to agree to it, but you could drop that in. I've had weirder contracts, right? My first contract was I had to woo a guy and then try to make it look like he was killed by an accident. So... You could try to add that in. That that Sam goes free? Mm-hmm. Not just that he's not killed, but yeah. that like this somehow means his freedom? Mm-hmm. That wouldn't come with his person being killed? With his like sponsor being killed? Who's going like, to unlock the door? Oh. I mean, if Iona's dead, he is, in theory, still somewhere. somewhere. Yeah. Right. And he may not know right away that that's happened. Okay. Um, in which case then, yeah, I would... I would... <sighs> There's, that all sounds right. Um, there's one more thing. So we need the beast alive. We really need him to go free. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit more out of the ordinary, but not. <laughs> Considering the other things that you've mentioned so far, it's far from the strangest thing. And that is an extra cost, of course. But if it's one you're willing to pay, it can most likely be arranged. Hmm. Sits there thinking for a moment, rubbing his fingers on the side of his head, stroking his chin a little bit, and like running the numbers in his head back and forth. <clears throat> he turns to Vale. 
Vale, I take it since your friend is making the request. Neither you nor Miss Makani would be up for the contract. Guildmaster, under different circumstances, we wouldn't even be making a contract, but we have business in the capital and cannot afford any undue attention on our group. So, yes, neither of us will be involved in this. Understood. Neither of you have been assigned to this guild house, so you're under no obligation to accept any contracts. Mr. Gray, this can be done. I need to contact a couple specialists. Will you be here to confirm that the contract has been fulfilled? Um, and I just look at Vale like I like we weren't planning on being here long, so I don't. Oh, we're intending to leave in the morning, is what I thought. Yeah. But he can send word to the Capitol Guild Hall when it's done, because we'll be there. Well, if you wish to be here for confirmation, that would only persuade you to stay an extra night. But if not, word can definitely be sent along. In total, I think for this target, we could get this done for you. For 3,800 gold. Mr. Hennigan, hmm. you have yourself a deal. Excellent. You can leave the money here. Consider that as good as a signed contract. What is to be done with this grim pendant when we retrieve it? Well, sort of depends. And I look to Veil. Are you willing to postpone going to the Capitol one more day? We can wait a day. (laughs) In which case, then, I want it. Or rather, it should be given to me. Fair enough. <clears throat> There's nothing else, Mr. Gray. I'll bid you a good evening. And uh, Vale will uh, thank the Guildmaster as they uh, lead Arnis out of his office. Mm-hmm. Can we all mark down halfway through three seasons in and Arnis just paid an assassin? <laughs> Never in a million years would I thought that would have happened. Hmm. <laughs> I, under different circumstances, I just go fuck her up myself. I'm aware of this. But that's not an option. So I have to pay somebody else to fuck her up. (laughs) 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 I think it's funny that, like, if only she had been. I think it's funny that the Daniel Ma was much easier to bargain with than she was. (laughs) It's a totally different business environment. Yeah. Whereas. Iona is worried about, you know, future profits and, you know, how things look and extending her uh, influence within the fighting pits and in the city. You know, that's all, that all takes place over time. Danny Mont, though, I mean, we kill them and we get paid. It's not like if we don't kill them, we'll get paid more later. Our work is work. Um, Darvin and Iolana, it's probably been about a good half hour Arnis and Vale have been gone outside of some knowing glances of like, we should talk about God. No, let's not talk about God. <laughs> uh, is there anything that you want to do? Yolanda very simply brews herself a cup of tea and sits and reads her journal, logs the day's events, kind of begins to go through her end of day routine at this point. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Um, Arnis, by the way, when he's leaving payment, you watch him just like, shake like 800 gold worth of diamonds out of his pouch from Akiri. Stick that like into a pocket and just leave the pouch. Okay. I'm sorry. Now, Darvin, you can say what you're doing. 
Um, nothing in particular, but probably just, you know, feeling a little agitated. Just, you know, a little anxious, worked up, maybe pacing around a little. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would be, you know, sort of also trying to end my day and get ready for bed, but I have too much nervous energy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, all right. So, Vale and Arnis, you come back. Yolanda's just drinking some tea and writing in her journal. Darvin is anxiously pacing the room. Is there anything else that you want to do tonight? The second I walk in the room, I just look at Darvin and say, it's done. Darvin just grins. Maybe the biggest grin you've ever seen on Maybe. <laughs> He's really pleased with this. He doesn't ask about the money. He doesn't care. Mm-hmm. My first instinct is to say, after all my terrible jokes, Darvin, now you're smiling? <laughs> Should have done this years ago. <laughs> right? All you had to and do. They actually, like, very small chuckled at that. So the deal has been made. The hit has been ordered. The denouement is going to take out Iona Centaurum thereby hopefully allowing Sam to go free and returning another bit of Darwin to him. What is the vibe like as you all go to bed for the night? I think like Arnis is like weirdly calm about the whole thing. And I think that actually is freaking him out. I think um, as Vale sees this, the, the comfort that Vale would give Arnis is just, you know, under different circumstances, it would have been us that killed her. The only difference is money changed hands. I suppose there's no arguing with that. <laughs> it's a real good point, right? <laughs> the only difference is it's somebody else's hand and not mine. Yeah. That's fair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now feels a whole lot better. <laughs> and Arnest goes and gets into bed. <laughs> He's out. And for the first time ever, Vale is the emotional comforting one of the team. <laughs> right? <laughs> there's a, a lot, lot of firsts first tonight. tonight. What is going on here? <laughs> the whole party is just upside down. Vale's offering comfort. Arnis is like, let's get these people killed. How do I hire an assassin? Yolanda's all inquisitive about Corum, and Darvin's just like, nope, we're good. <laughs> nope, nope. Um, um, okay. Yeah, and then I think Vale's going to go to bed too after that conversation and. Yolana will wrap up their meditations and do the same. Darvin, as everybody goes to sleep, are you yeah. joining them? In sleep, not in bed, obviously. <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm ready. <laughs> Time to do something else fun. Because I think when tomorrow hits, we can get through any of the uh, in-city business that you want to take care of, like visiting shops to buy goods. Buying a newspaper. churches to Say hi to gods. Reading up on recent events. That can all happen tomorrow. But tonight, tonight, here in the Denouement Guildhouse, safe from the influences of the city, free of worry about being discovered, being ratted out, Hennigan carefully plans the assassination of a sponsor, Iona Centaurum, and the retrieval of Sam and a grim pendant. And in your room, as you all sleep, Comfortably and safe, the ebony kangaroo emerges once again for his <laughs> nightly ritual. And finding some items within the guild house, laying them out on the floor between the beds, 
he also pulls a few things from his pouch, digging deep for more lost items. And some of it means nothing. Some of it's money, some of it's clothes, old books, an old dog collar. And the last of the lost items that he retrieves pulls out before returning to Darwin's pack. He lays on top of the pile, Tane's old mask. And with that, we'll bring this chapter to a close. But the story will always continue. Thanks again to all of our Patreon patrons for your support. If you'd like to become a patron, go to patreon.com slash Podcast and pick out a level that's right for you. Before we go, I'd like to give special thanks to everyone at the $5 and up tiers. At the $5 City Council level, thank you, Shannon DeMello. At the $10 Mayor level, thank you, Christopher DeMello. At the $15 Governor level, thank you, Phoenix Bryan and Sierra Jones. Thank you for listening to this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. If you like what you heard, please leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find us. If you want to chat, we're on Twitter at Skyrend Podcast. You can join our Discord server, or you can email us at skyrenpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us online at skyrenpodcast.com. As always, we want to thank Vanessa Blockland for our podcast art. You can find more of her work on Twitter at Art by Vanessa B. And thanks to Daryl Dibber Reckonos for creating our theme music. You can find more of his music at dibbermusic.com and on Twitter at dibbermusic. Dibber spelled D-I-B-U-R. Thanks again for joining us. We'll see you next time on Seasons of Skyrim.